Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk with Ben podcast. And I'm so excited that you decided to join me today, whether it's uh, middle of your day, whether you're just chilling at home, who knows what you're doing? Maybe you're just, you know, hanging out. Uh, so happy you decided to join me. And if you're new, my name's Ben, as the title says. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And we have our guest, finally. Uh, I said last episode that we were going to have a guest, and he has come. I'm here. <laughs> he has risen. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, yeah. So, this is Daniel. He's one of my uh, closest friends. Um, just, Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever been on this podcast. Hey, you know what? You were on another video. <laughs> if you're watching on, uh, if you're if you've watched on YouTube, you know there's an interview that my dad filmed, which he absolutely bombed when it came to filming. But that's beside the point. That was when two weeks ago? They're two years two ago. Years? Two not two weeks ago. Two years ago. Yes. Two years, wow. No, it might be three now. It maybe might be pushing three. Maybe. Anyways, uh, super excited to have uh, Donnie on. Donnie. 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 Yeah. He always makes fun of me because I can never say his name properly. It's. Um, Americans usually don't. Yeah, but you know, that's just what it is. Um, But yeah, so today I thought, so this is actually going to be a two-part kind of conversation. So we'll have episode one, uh, and then there'll be episode two coming out on Thursday. That's kind of self-explanatory. Well, yeah, you know, I like to explain to my audience. But uh, anyways, so I have some topics that we're going to just talk about. Um, I, of course, know Daniel pretty well, um, and I know kind of his heart for missions. Um, But I kind of want to just talk about kind of what his... um, you know, his, the, what, what he's gone through kind of his story. Um, so I want to start with, uh, just telling us about, you know, kind of like where you're from, you know, kind of your background, but then how did you end up at Word of Life? Uh, and that's all, I know the story, but I think it's a very interesting one. Well, it's not a short story. Uh, there are some times when I thought about <laughs> writing a novel about it, about where I'm coming from and also how I got to this point of being here and, and being a missionary with Word of Life. Um, it all started back in 1995, oh, November 30. Oh, here we go. It was a day. I don't know what day it was. I don't know what kind of day it was. <laughs> but it was the day when I was born. I was born in Budapest, which is the capital city of Hungary, uh, which you know. Maybe yes. you don't know. Yes. I know. It's like literally the only city I think anybody outside of Hungary knows. Probably. Yes. <laughs> Except for Tuolamash. You should know Tuolamash. Yeah, that's true. Because that's, that's where world life is. The promised land. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> don't take me seriously all the time, okay? This is, this is trust me, this does not change off camera. This is literally how we, we act, I think, in both yeah. senses of the word. And I'm holding back now. <laughs> he is holding back because, you know. Yeah. Anyways. So. Back to the story. Yes. That I, I started. This might I be the whole, really the whole episode. This, this episode might be just him sharing. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it shorter <laughs> for you guys. Uh, and then once I'm, I'm, I've written my, my uh, life story and I wrote the novel. He'll publish it. I'll publish it. I'll let you guys know. You can buy it for free <laughs> because you watched this episode. Wait, isn't it self-explanatory if it's free? It's free. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, I was born in Budapest. In 95, uh, so you can calculate my age, depending on when you're watching this video or podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I grew up in a big Baptist family. And my family has been Baptist for... Classic Baptist. Many, many generations now. Um, and so, you know, what that means is that I grew up going to church, going to Sunday school, uh, or children's church, yeah, yeah, yeah. whichever I got you. you call yeah. it. Uh, I started going to 
to youth group when I was like 13. I joined our worship team when I was like 14 years old. Um, I came here to the camps to World of Half Hungary on several occasions. Uh, I went to Christian conference, like, you know, whatever Christian event you can find in Hungary, I was probably there. Hmm. But the only reason why I was there is either because my parents took me and I had to be there uh, because I was trying to be obedient. <laughs> or the other is that I had my best friends there. Uh, I still do have one of my best, some of my best friends in my church, in my youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, and But now I'm not going to youth group and church because of them, obviously. Uh, but that's how I grew up, you know, and, and I heard the gospel a billion times. I knew what the Bible is teaching. I knew all the stories, uh, etc. Uh, but all of it was just like a head knowledge. It never really was something that I, I accepted or, or that I would be in agreement with. It was just like, yeah, I know what the Bible says because I... It was a part of your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was part of your life. It was a required part of my life. It's not something that I chose. Uh, as much, I think as most, I think... I mean, I'm the similar background as you, and I think it's the, it's like what we kind of grew up as. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's if the you normal. grew up as a Christian, yeah, it's kid, a normal. You grew up in the church, and that's you, you can relate to. It, nothing, so. yeah, nothing yeah. changes. Yeah. So, and and you know, I was I was one of those kids that when there was like a, a gospel invitation or or. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. What? No, just the, yeah. Like, it reminds you know, me when, of things. When yeah. there's a gospel presentation and they're like, okay, if you if you are accepting Christ as your savior, uh, you can do. You can raise your hand. You can walk the aisle uh, or whichever your church or your camp or whatever is doing. <laughs> and I was one of those kids that like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, it's free. Uh, there's nothing I can lose with it, so I'm just gonna go up front. I'm gonna talk to this counselor or something. Uh, I I like it. You know, it was like an emotional flame that just came up and, and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. Uh, but it was never really something serious. It was always yeah. just like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? And I wasn't like a really disobedient kid. I was not a, a bad kid, mostly, but I was still a sinner. Uh, and and this these changes, they didn't really change anything in me. Uh, I was still doing the same things. I was struggling with the same sins after I made those decisions as I did before. Mm-hmm. Uh and so nothing really changed after all these decisions uh, until I was, I never know which year it was because I'm bad with keeping record of these things. But I was either 15 or 16. Uh, there was a, a Christian youth conference uh, that I attended. And the main topic of the conference was that God doesn't have grandchildren. And just because my parents are believers and my grandparents are believers, it doesn't mean that I'm going to go to heaven automatically. Mm-hmm. It's something, the gospel is something that I need to accept and, and agree with by myself. It's not, it doesn't depend on anyone else. It's between me and God. Mm-hmm. If I accept Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Yeah. And so I made a, a decision there. And I believe that that was the, the day when I got saved. Uh, but even after that, like a few months later, I was back at school. I was back with my friends. And so the, the decision that I made kind of faded away. And and it didn't cause that big of a, a change in my life again. Um, and it was the same until back in 2014, uh, after I finished high school. I wanted to skip a year before going yeah. to college. I wanted to become a mathematician. 
we might lose some viewers oh, now. Here we go. <laughs> but I love he's math. Gonna, he's gonna go down that road. I love math, and and I, I wanted to go and and study math. I wanted to be a math professor. He wants maybe. to be. He wanted to be a nerd. Is what he wanted to be. I am. I didn't want. Sorry to be. if I offended. I became one. Sorry if I offended every person that actually loves math. Sorry. It's the greatest subject. Mm. Whatever. I will We're, say though, it, it is it is the one subject that you use every single day, and that you consistently use every single day. Um, and the fact that I love history, it's like we've joked all the time. Like it's one of those things that like you don't really need to. I mean, you yeah. need to know it, but you don't it's really not need to know that it. You apply every yeah, exactly. single day. Yeah, yeah. But this is this podcast is not about mathematics. True. Uh, it's about your story, our yeah. story. And so, like, yeah, that's what that was my goal. I wanted to skip a year before going to college to like get a job, mm-hmm. get some money, do some my money, driver's yeah. license. You know, like do something, Wait, and then this thing you still don't have. <laughs> no, but you can support this project. I will say this though. I to his to to like his benefit or you know like to understand this. In Hungary it's a lot different than in America. Like in America it's very easy to get your license. Like it's it's cheap. It's not expensive. Tell him how much in American dollars it is just to just to even start the process. Hmm. Well, with today's currency, I will say Maybe six hundred dollars. Yeah, that that's just, we don't even pay six hundred dollars for like even the class we take. Like it's and so I just want to point that out before you like start being like, how does he not? I mean, trust me, there's a lot of Hungarians that don't have their driver's license. And it's, and it's just obviously a lot more strict. Yeah, than exactly. It is in the states. They don't just give anybody something like in America. <laughs> <laughs> they still do sometimes, which should not. Whatever. Yeah, well, anyways. Yeah. Back so to the story. I skipped. I wanted to skip a year, and and uh, well, it's a really long story. Yeah. I was supposed to go and be a part of a different ministry at Lake Bottom, which is like the biggest lake in Eastern. It'd be Central like if you're Europe. in Ohio, it'd be like Lake Erie, like it'd be something like that size, like a big lake, exactly. somewhere you can go hang and cool. Exactly, yeah. And because there's a, a ministry that my church has been doing with uh, Cambridge Crusade for Christ, yep. And there was which you a, all know. And there's a guy. There was a guy from Scotland that was supposed to come, and I was supposed Scotland. to help him translating him and and like helping him with uh, street evangelism and stuff and i was supposed to do that from the from january 2015 until maybe march of 2015 mm-hmm. so like three months ish uh and i was supposed to go there and my parents said that you know it's cool that you want to join this ministry uh in january but it's only september you don't have a job. I applied to several jobs and nothing really worked out. Uh, I'm not planning to study anything at the moment, so I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And so my my father's cousin, Ildiko, who is the lawyer of World of Life Hungary, she's the boss. Like the administrative uh, director. Um, she called my parents because she heard that I'm not doing anything at the moment and World of Life Hungary has an internship program where you can come and be an intern like Ben for you know a few months up to two years or you know whatever yeah. and and this happened like uh, late October and I was like well there's really nothing I can do I don't have a job I'm not studying anything I'm just literally sitting at home not doing, doing anything nothing, yeah. watching TV shows and stuff uh, I was like sure I'm gonna go there I was I came here for three weeks in November 10th i think of 2014 and they say the rest something like that and uh i was supposed to be here until the end of the first quarter of yeah. the bible school and then for winter break i wanted to go home and then in january i would go to lake Bolton to do this ministry 
well that three weeks turned out to be five weeks uh, because I it's not I wanted I was put into a ministry team where we would go out uh, to schools kindergartens churches and do puppet ministries mm-hmm. I would like do the sketchboard and share the gospel to the kids there which was really scary because I've never done anything like that before uh, and and then the the five weeks turned out to be the whole school year and then one more year because I was not accepted to college and at the second year of my internship I realized that this place is just so amazing not not the places I mean the place as well but the the what, feeling the, the feeling, atmosphere the ministry that this place yeah. uh, is doing with the Bible school and the camps and everything and I realized that I don't really know the word of God as much as I thought I do mm. and and I realized that uh, I really want to know God more because these first two years were really big game changers for me uh this is the place where i was forced to uh, forced in a good way i was forced to have a quiet time i was uh required to have someone in my life that i talk to on a regular basis about how i'm doing who can help me with different struggles Mm -hmm. and stuff and and those conversations and just you know spending intentional time in the word of god was what really changed my life so that the decision that i made earlier a few years before would not just be a, a head knowledge or or something back in the past but it would be something that i live out every single day and and my relationship with god would not be a faraway thing but it would be a personal relationship a day to day on a daily, daily basis um and so at the end of my second year of internship, I realized that I want to come back for Bible school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and do college first, and then I'm going to come back and do the Bible kind school. Kind of like something to extra do. But I was like, yeah. there's no... Like, if I go and do college, and I start working, because I should, yeah. and I might start my family and stuff, there's no way I'm going to move back, stop everything, move back for two years of Bible school, and then move back again mm-hmm. and start everything from zero again. So, like, now I'm here... I'm young, I'm single, there's nothing I can lose. So I'm gonna come here to Bible school right away. Uh, So I came here for two years of Bible school and during the first year, I realized that, yeah, again, this ministry is just amazing and I really feel like God wants me to be here and and I, I could see different ways how God could use me in this ministry. And so I decided that uh, I'm gonna put all the career plans aside and I'm gonna like th- not just put them aside throw them out pretty much uh, and I'm gonna be a missionary I'm gonna be here full time and I'm, mm. I want to serve God mm. uh, with my talents with my gifts with my flaws as well and with my whole life uh, and so I later that year I became a missionary with World of Life Hungary and then I became a full time staff uh, I started raising support and now I'm working full time on well, a lot of things. Camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm leading. Which our, we'll get to that. Yeah, I'm leading camp volunteers. I'm doing multimedia and audiovisual stuff. Uh, right now, I'm also helping with the Bible school and pretty There's much a lot everything of else. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and I, that's a nutshell. Yeah, that's a nutshell of, of a very long story. <laughs> and, and I, and I want to point in perspective, too. I, I got to know you. Um, I, I don't think I knew you. The, I think we've talked about this before. I don't think the first year I came, I don't think we ever really crossed paths. Not really, no. And I think it was the second year I came with the youth group, with Donnie. I think that was the first year where I kind of met you, and I got to know who you were. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 2016. And, and that was the same, I think, year 
that I really started because I knew Mishi a little bit the year before. But that was the year when Mishi learned more English, mm-hmm. you know, at the time. So I got to know Mishi more and you and, and Adam and, and, and Tanner as well. And I tell people, like, it's really cool, I think, I think for all of us, um, because it, it's really, and I always say this, it, because of my dad is the reason I'm here, but also because the way I got to know you guys. Yeah. And I know you guys, you guys love my dad. And um, it's funny because... Um, I think he's more of a jokester than any of us combined and he will never admit it. But, um, what would you say, um, is right now like your, I, I guess you mentioned a little bit, I know your focus right now is, you know, I know you love camp. I, I know that's something you love and you, you preach at camp and, and you do a lot of different things with the gospel. Um, but I also know your heart right now is in some other things that you want to do, um, in the, in the near future with, with, um, more life. Um, and what are some of those things that you guys are maybe are doing right now? And that something you want to grow in, uh, when it comes to certain things. So my main focus right now is with audiovisual mm-hmm. and marketing in general. Um, which he's really good at, by the way, which, trust me. Yeah. I love marketing. Um, and he's really good at making videos. He's too humble to say he is though. <laughs> he's taught me more than I I've learned sometimes. So I appreciate that. Might be. I don't know. <laughs> it's from God. So yes, it's, he's very, he's very talented. Let's just say I, I never study any of this. Yeah. <laughs> any, anything, everything I do. His best advice he ever gave me was Ben, I didn't study this. So you're going to learn the way I learned. Uh, cause every time I ask him for advice, he'll like, give me little hints, but he'll be like, no, go figure it out yourself. Yeah. And that's, it's the best way to learn. The best way. It is. Yeah. Anyways, go back to it. What so, you were saying. Yeah. I'm working with marketing right now. And basically, the, the purpose of marketing is, well, my leader, Ephraim, uh, he has this... Uh, really he's a very young, energetic dude. Yes, like yes. He, He's very millennial style of what we need to and do the way, to reach. The way he puts it, and he knows that, obviously, it's a ministry, and it's, it's God, God's ministry, but basically that we are wrapping... A product, yeah. You know, if if the camp, and this guy's a business guy, by the way, so he thinks that. Yeah. Minded. If if the camp is a bar of chocolate, we're putting the the cover. Yeah. On the, the wrapping, chocolate. Yeah. yeah. The wrapping, so that you can sell it. It's not like just you're taking a picture of a cho- chocolate bar and you're like, here you go. <laughs> you you need to eat this. No, you, you make a, a really nice cover and a nice wrapping for it, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically what we're trying to do. I'm trying to expand our brand so-called uh because when you think about it we what are the ministries that we do we do summer ministry camps summer camp ministries yeah Yeah. Uh, we do bible school we do local church ministries we have guest groups coming here the only way how these ministries visitors yeah guest services the the only way how these ministries can happen and and we can have campers here in our camp hearing the word of god hearing the gospel making decisions for Christ is if we let them know that we have a camp and this camp is awesome and yeah. this camp is the best. The way how how people are going to send their kids across the ocean for the Bible school is if they know that what this ministry is doing, what our focus is, what we do, who we are. And so my my goal and my desire with marketing is to expand that, mm-hmm. to have more people know about what this ministry is. Uh, and doing that by by high quality videos, uh, brochures, uh, websites, you know, whatever platform you want, uh, t-shirts, you know, anything. I want to make sure that people know about this camp, not mm. because 
I want to have more campers and not because we want more money to come you in. You want the because, focus to be where it needs because to be. Because I want them, I want the kids to come here so that they can hear the word of God and they can make a decision for Christ. Yeah. Because that's our ministry, you know. Our mm. ministry is, is the, the the evangelism and the discipleship mm. of Hungary, mostly, and, and also Europe and the whole world. But to be able to evangelize to them, we need to reach them. Yeah. We need to find a way how they can know about us, which is through marketing. Yeah, and I, and I think one way that you, you guys have done that, and I know this is more for... I guess it's a camp. It's a camp project, but I know you guys started a podcast. Um, yes. Which um, it, the funny thing, the reason why I'm kind of giggling a little bit is because it's kind of interesting. Whenever something happens here, it's always like it's very minute. And like this, when I heard that they were doing a podcast, I'm like, wait, they're doing what? Like because I think it's it's a good progress. It's yeah. it's saying like we need to reach out to that younger generation because. You know, like in America, I was reading stats that so many people listen to podcasts, whether that's online or whatever. And I'm sure it's the same in Europe. Um, and I, I will, I'll leave a link to the podcast in the description. It's going to be all in it's Hungarian. In Hungarian. So, but if you just want to hear, like, you know, who who the guys are, I, he's on it. Uh, Mishi's on it. Adam's on it as well. Um, but even just listening, even if you don't understand it, just hear the laughter and, and the love. Because I think your goal with this, and you correct me if I'm wrong, your goal is to, like, you want people to feel that realism to kind of feel like this is camp, but this is what, who we are. This is what God is doing through us. Yes. And I think that's just one way that you're using that marketing platform to say, we are the best camp in Hungary because we love God, but we're going to make you want to come. And I think that's yeah. what you're going to try to do. Yeah. The, the, the main goal, well, the, the main goal for right now, uh, like a short term goal is to be an encouragement for our campers yeah. because they are stuck at home. They really don't have anything to do. And we know that they are struggling with different things. You know, we were young once, yeah. not too long ago, honestly. We <laughs> not too long, we're still young. <laughs> yeah, but we were in the in the same age as, as yeah. our campers are. And we know that they are struggling with different things. And this is a hard situation. We want to be there to encourage them. And one of the favorite, like when we did our first uh, episode of the podcast a few weeks ago, the, the day after that, there was a mother that messaged us on Facebook and she was like, I don't know what you guys are doing in the podcast. I, I didn't listen to it, but after it was done, after my daughter listened to it, she came to me and she said, mom, my depression is over. Mm. And I was like, that's that's our goal. Not for depression to be, I mean, that too, but yeah. to be an encouragement for our campers, to, to make sure that they know that we are available to them. They can ask questions from us and yeah. we can, we are trying to answer them. We're trying to cover, um, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Topics. Current, current, current topics. Yeah. Current, yeah, current topics. topics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Current issues, current things like yeah. that. Yeah. But so. I think even, I think what's really cool. And I, I, as a guy that's doing podcasts and the guy's done videos for the last year consistently, I think one of the greatest feelings is that when you're doing a ministry that, you know, you're trying to put Christ in and when someone messages you like that, and I've had that too. And it's like, you're not even happy the sense that it's, it's happening to you. You're happy because it's like God's answered that prayer. Yes. You know, God's using what you, cause I know your heart and you've been wanting to do stuff like this for quite a few years and it's been an uphill battle and it's nothing against anybody. It's just, 
it's hard to sometimes introduce something that's scary, that's new, yeah. that's it's different. I know for me, it's the same thing. You know, it took a while to convince my friends and my family to understand like, why am I doing this? But when they hear the stories and like, these are stories you can share and say, we are helping those people that just need the encouragement. You know, what, one of my things, and I know we, we did a video last year of, of the, of World Life Camp mm-hmm. and we just walked around and we did that. And you remember that. And I remember some people from back in Ohio were like, wow, I didn't know it was that involved. I didn't know there were so many things. And I think that's, what's so cool, you know? And I think the one thing I love about Daniel and just the guys, you know, there's, I mean, you guys are all young still and, yep. and you don't see this very often in Europe and America where a leadership camp team are all under the age of 30 and they all are consistently having fun. Like this is not a job for you. I know we've talked about this. You love what you do. Yes. And I think what's so cool and, and we'll talk about that next episode too, is just his love for wanting to, and I've seen it with all you guys. It's just like, I, I even put it in perspective. Like this past week and the last couple of weeks, we've been doing outside work. Mm-hmm. And Daniel has been in the office pretty much, what, four days a week, pretty much. We're four Five. days a week. Five. I mean, even when you're out with us. But what's so cool is when he comes out, you don't notice that. And I think I, and I think you will attest to this. It's, it's just because you love what you do. You love this place, as you said. And I think that's something that um, if you're wondering, you know, why I do this podcast... It's because stories like this, you know, I, I, I want you to hear stories from people. I mean, you've heard stuff from Diego. You guys remember Diego from Peru. You've heard stories from Jordan from Ohio. You've heard stories now from Daniel. I want you to see that God doesn't work in all of us in the same way. He's going to put us in different situations that we love and that we, we hate <laughs> per se. But one of the cool things I love about Daniel is the fact that the creative mind, he has a purpose behind it. Um, and I want to challenge you all. Like when you, when we're lurking, we're working, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a businessman, whether you're a, where you're a janitor, whatever you are, you have to have that purpose mindset. You have to have that driven mindset. And I think that's, what's so cool about what you guys do and, and the podcasting sense. And I kind of want to just, um, you know, I want to kind of finish up this episode um, and, and then next episode, stay tuned because we're having more conversation with this guy, but I, I do want to finish up and I, I want to just ask you one last quick question. What would you say is your highlight of working here? What is the one thing that you can say every day I go to bed saying, this is why I love working here. Other than the fact you share the gospel every day. What is that one thing from working at her? Yeah. Working here at World Life. What's the highlight of my ministry? Man, they have to choose one. You can choose all of them if you want. <laughs> But just a general, general concept. <laughs> yeah, just a general concept. Like what you love when you go put your head down, you say, this is why I love what I do. It's, I will say it's the feedback from campers. Mm. And, and not just campers, but I will say, I'm, I'm saying campers because that's the main ministry that I'm, I'm participating in. I'm not really present with the Bible school as, as much, much as yeah. I'm, yeah, I am yeah. with the camps as a volunteer leader. Uh, but just hearing from campers and, and just, you know, seeing how their lives are being changed and and that it doesn't only affect their you know the time that they spend yeah. here uh because i have the chance to to see some of the campers outside of world of life yeah. because they go to my church or or i just follow them on facebook and we are yeah. friends and I, I talk with them sometimes but just seeing how god is using them and okay there one story um 
during the last 12 months, I think we had around 25 baptisms in my church. Yeah. Most of them are under the age of 18 or 20. And I remember there was one time I was sitting in my church when, when the, the people were sharing their testimonies and one after the other came up and said, uh, this is my name, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's this camp in Tuamash. And that was the first time I heard the gospel and I got saved. And then the next person comes up, there's Same this thing. camp in Tuamash. And that's what you love. That's, and seeing there, my heart was like crying because that's the fruit of our ministry. That's yeah. why it's worth doing. Yeah. Not because, you know, I have to, I get to have, I don't know, a hundred listeners for my podcast. Yeah. That doesn't matter. These individual stories of how God changed their lives and how God is using them mm. outside of world of life and in the camp as well. It's it's one of the most incredible yeah. things. And, and that's what, you know, and that's what that's what we do this for, you know. That's what that's what we all do this. And so, um, if you re- if you really love this conversation and you want to stay tuned for Thursday's episode, then just you do. then just uh, on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, favorite it. It'll come up on Thursday when you hear it. And if you're on uh, YouTube, go ahead and like the video, hit that subscribe button because you'll be able to see when the next episode comes out. And I appreciate you stopping by and taking some time of your busy day. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned on Friday, uh, not Friday, on Thursday. There we go, wrong day. Thursday, uh, it'll be a really great conversation to continue with. So once again, remember, God is faithful and you can trust him. And as always, amen. we'll talk next time. <laughs>